Hey, this is Logan from Ring the Bell Radio, and uh, we hope you're going to get into our new mini-sode here. We uh, obviously spent loads of time making it, so uh, please have a listen. Leave us a comment and a like as well if you liked this mini-sode of which we spent ages making. Oh, that's my phone vibrating. That means it's time for me to go. Enjoy. So I got something I want to bring up, Logan. Is it um, something for the WWX? No, 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 no WWX on this discussion. Oh, come on, man. Uh, that'll, well, that'll what, be, wait, wait for Barris for that one. <laughs> well, what do you want to bring up then? So, <laughs> so I'm just there, saying your language is very rude. Kind of, so, <laughs> I've got something I want to bring up, you know. <laughs> hey um, <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's something I've been thinking about for a while, and I wanted to see what you if you agree with me on this one. Oh, All now right. you're putting words in my mouth. I see. I'm asking you. I wanted to see if you can agree with me. But oh, okay. Well, I'd, involves... I'd rather hear if I can agree with you. Okay, okay. It involves Hulk Hogan. Oh, God. <laughs> see? that? Okay, okay. That's sort of the response, overall consensus that people have when they see that Hulk Hogan's coming on TV now. Oh, God. I'm so, I'm so done with Hogan. Yeah. See, it's, but, it just needs to go away. <laughs> like, and this is just, what I want to. This is what I want to ask you and our audience: Is do you think Hulk Hogan's time in wrestling has finally passed? Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, I I think we're, and that's what I was thinking. I mean, as much as I like Hulk Hogan and grew up watching him, and over the last, you know, even the last twenty years, that's oh, you want Hogan's coming on? That's cool. You know, but I just get this thing now where I'm like, I really think his time has passed. Um, he's one of those ones that, okay, you know what? It, it's 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 time to for real, hug and go away. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's more of it, it's it's he's really in. I don't know if I'm saying this right. There's really no, he's really not relevant in today's wrestling. The problem, and forgive me because I'm munching on some M&Ms. The problem, right when you're about to answer, you stuff your face full of food. Yeah, well, you know, okay. I've got weight. Yeah, okay. My God, man. Geez. I'll let you answer. What, what, what do you have to say? The problem is this. Hogan, when he comes back to the WWE... Every like fifty years, when there's a blood moon and you know the vampire princes wake up and resurrect him, every time he comes back to the WWE, he's Hulk Hogan. Let me, let me explain that. He is still the exact same Hogan from nineteen eighties. Okay, now the character's not changed; it's the same thing. Okay. Nostalgia, that's cool. The problem is with nostalgia is you have to want to be or be nostalgic about it. The more something appears, the less you miss it. Hogan is on everything all the freaking time. You said the word legends. Oh, legends of Raw. He's going to be there. Legends of Wrestling, he's going to be. Yeah, I'm going to be. Now, yeah. I mean, I mean, you you could sort of say the same thing of about legends like Ric Flair, but in a way, 
he's sort of still relevant to what's going on because there's that whole thing. I mean, even though I think it's dumb, there's that whole thing with him uh, and Charlotte, his his mm. daughter. Okay, that's been going on for the last how many years? You know, he, he goes away for a while, then he comes back, but he's a part of some storyline. But when you look at it in the long run, it's actually helping Charlotte's and whoever her opponent is career. Yeah, okay. exactly. I get that. Now, when I say, do I think uh, Hogan and, you know, getting back to Hogan, now, when I say, is his time done in wrestling, I, I'm more talking about us seeing him on TV mm-hmm. so much um, at a wrestling show or, you know, because it's always going to be him or Jimmy Hart is going to be right next to him now, the mouth. Um, but I don't think his time his time has passed as in, you know how they used to have like those WrestleMania access shows for the week, mm-hmm. WrestleMania week, or, or if it's a WWE sanctioned meet and greet, you're not seeing it on TV. That would be, I think the appropriate place to have those guys. Like, yeah, you're not in the arena anymore. You're not getting in front of ambassadors or, you know what I mean? But, yeah. but it, if, if you go to a WrestleMania access show, that's where you get this, you get to meet Hillbilly Jim, uh, the Iron mm-hmm. Sheik, uh, Tatanka, Carlito, uh, Hulk Hogan, or stuff like that. I just, I just think it's, and I never thought I'd hear myself say that. I'm, I'm tired of seeing Hulk Hogan. No, I, I became tired a long time ago. Like, I wasn't the biggest Hogan fan as a kid. You know, because when yeah, I, I got into that wrestling peak right there with how the delay was getting it from America to England, by that time when I started watching it, you're talking Ultimate Warrior time. Yeah. Okay? So, for me, Hogan was the stereotypical American. That's how it looked to me as a kid. That's how Americans are. Big, bulky, <laughs> blonde hair, super tan, you know, and tell you to take your vitamins and everything's God bless, God bless. That was Hogan. He was the American guy. Let, let me let me I, tell you something. All Americans aren't like that. <laughs> you know me, that now. You <laughs> know that now. I came to America. I was well disappointed. <laughs> He's chewing, chewing M&Ms. M&Ms. So... What? I'm chewing now. Well, those of you that don't know, Logan is sitting there chewing some M and M's. He took a big glob, a glob of <laughs> of M and M's, and just went. And he's like, "That's how you do it." Yeah, yeah. They melt in your mouth. They melt when I crush them with my teeth. They're not in your hand. Okay, are you ready to answer now? I don't think I could filibuster anymore. Here we go. So, <laughs> as I was saying, Hogan was the stereotypical American, how it was presented to us. So, for me, it was more like, well, I've got this cool dude over here with face paint, and he's from parts unknown, and, like, he's really wacky when he talks to people. I like him better. Exactly. So I was more of an old warrior kid. The problem is this. It's a nationality thing as well. Okay. And I don't want to. You've got to put it like this, right? So 
for us, Hogan was boring. It was always the same thing. It was always about Hogan gets beaten up by a bunch of bad guys, but then Hogan gets up and then beats that bad guy in a WrestleMania or something. Every single one of his storylines is pretty much that. It was a stereotypical, like, short break on life for the rest of us to see for America. That's how it was presented. That America is always right. America is the big tough guy who always wins. There yeah. you go. You know, so yeah, it, it was for you guys, okay, watching it, you're like, yeah, patriotism, you know, all America, USA, and you can get behind that. But when a bunch of fans are cheering for a guy who's presented as like the best of America, yeah. and they're all chanting USA, I'm from the UK, mate. I'm not chanting USA. So I can't get into it as much as you would being that, you know, eight-year-old kid at home. Like, you know, I always say the Pledge of Allegiance in school. You know, this is how patriots are presented. And there's a lot of nationalism, the difference between the like for Hogan and the dislike for him because it's very Americanized and the rest of the world didn't get that. They didn't understand that kind of culture. So Hogan was always, at least for me, was always a secondary person, whereas the ultimate warrior came from nowhere, had no allegiances. You know, his storyline was pretty much simple. He would just bust you up. I mean, that was it. But Hogan was very patriot America, and it was very hard for Yeah, Yeah, it is Americana to the core. Uh, And think about that word, Americana. It's something you understand as an American, all right? You, what you've lived through Americana, okay? Your family's been through Americana. I, I haven't. I didn't and, and, before that. And you know this, Americana just doesn't reference the flag. No, no, it's it's the culture. It's, it's, it's a culture. It's a symbol. Yeah. Like Sergeant Slaughter was even said when they were doing that whole Desert Storm thing where he was uh, an, uh, an Iraqi sympathizer. Vince McMahon wanted him to burn the flag. And, he, and, and Slaughter, the real, the real man, human being, said, absolutely not. And he mm-hmm. said, well, I'll go out there and burn uh, Hogan's shirt, the Hulk Rules shirt. And he even said, I think there was more Americana with me burning, burning <laughs> Hogan's shirt than if I would have done the flag at mm-hmm. that moment. But yeah. Um, but, but no, over, overall, and I think I said this a couple of minutes ago, like H- Hogan, as much as I like him, I'm always going to be a Hogan fan. He just, even when he pops up, it, it just seems he's out of place now. And that's why I said, er, you know, a couple minutes ago, I, I think his time in wrestling has finally passe, so to speak. You know, let, well, I mean, let at me, least us seeing him. Let me ask you this then, like to go into the foray of this and... Um, talking about today's environment, today's yeah. online culture. Hogan gets done for having a sex tape, okay? Whatever, that's fine. I yeah, mean, whatever. whatever you want to do in private. Okay, fine. Then he calls, I think his, his son or somebody else calls him the N-word, all right? 
something i don't remember what the and there's the, and there's also something about being anti-semitic or something like anti-semitic um jokes or whatever okay so he gets cancelled completely off wwe it was a couple right? years yeah about four years i think right something yeah. and then he comes back it's it's all forgiven or he served his time whatever vince you know kind of did to him we don't know but he comes back and he's Legend Hogan again. Yeah. Okay, cool. When is it that someone today, right, Hogan's going to do something and it's going to be in the news and it's something good, right? So, like, Hogan saves a kid from a burning building, okay? Yeah. And it's on the news. It takes, like, one person to turn around and say, remember when Hogan said the N-word? Oh, remember when Hogan said this? And then cancel culture kicks in yeah and vince has to kick him again so here's the question for you okay do you think hogan realizes that or do you think like if it happens it will totally blindside him because i can see it happening 100 100 and and he's not the only one either oh no definitely not i mean you, you you could take someone who 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 comes who comes forward now and goes 38 years ago, I was in a bar when Michael Hayes was in my town and I heard him call someone a racial slur. Yeah. And then all the headlines everywhere. And then all of a sudden it's Michael Hayes is fired. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they know that could happen now. I think he knows that. And and here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Hogan to enhance your, your question or your, your comment there is Hogan's got to remember Vince McMahon owns his legacy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, as far as his career, Vince owns anything that every match he was in, he owns the proof of it. Yeah. You know? I mean, hell, even now with the WCW catalog, he, he owns yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Vince, Vince everything. Owns, and that's the same. And that's the same thing with Sting. Like Sting. Vince, other other than the, now, obviously, other than the TNA and the uh, AEW stuff, Vince owns Sting's legacy. And I'm not talking about oh, Sting has copies of all his matches at home. I'm, that, that's completely different. But you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. dude, this this guy, this billionaire up in Connecticut, owns my career. Yeah, if he doesn't want to, you know, he can disable anything I've ever been in. Remove my name he, from he, every federation. He, you know, erase me from do. that history. And that gets back to what you were saying with Hogan is I think Hogan realizes that. And then it could be his whole history, everything he done, everything that he was could be just touch of a button erased. And 15 years, these kids growing up will never know who Hulk Hogan was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not 15 years, but you, you get the just what I mean. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I totally get it. And it's, 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 it's terrible the power that Vince wields like that. I mean, I understand from a business <laughs> from, power. A, from a business side of view, genius, absolute genius. Oh, yeah. From like a morals point of view, it's kind of crappy, Vince. But no, I get why he did it. Totally get why he did it. And and yeah, it is the power over that. It's the power to say, behave yourself. Don't embarrass me in the future. You know, that's what it is. 
Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And, of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com. We hope you have enjoyed this mini-sode of Ring the Bell Radio. If you would like to hear more of our episodes, visit ringthebellradio.com and just click or tap the big red button that says listen to the podcast. Email us at ringthebellradio at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.